Izzy and I are delighted to welcome our brand new sponsor, Core. Yes, Core offers a range of vegan vitamin sprays and capsules that help support different areas of your health. Personally, I think certain supplements on the market can be confusing. It's sometimes tough to know what combination of vitamins and minerals do what, and that's exactly why I've really enjoyed using Core's products. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Simple product names such as the energy supplement, the immunity supplement, keep the message clear when browsing what supplements to buy. And Core's mission is simple, no fuss, no confusion, and most importantly, no I couldn't agree more. For me, I found the supplement spray brilliant. I really like the convenience of a spray and uh, actually has none of that funny aftertaste of other vegan multivitamins. For me, the energy supplement was perfect. Like, it's a great way to start the day, and I find it particularly useful during those morning hours when I really struggle to get stuff done. And if you guys, our lovely listeners, want to give Cause range of products a try, then we've got a very special discount code just for you. Yeah, just simply head to their website, getcore.co.uk, choose your products, then head to the checkout and enter VPOD20 to get your 20% off. It's self-care without the bull. Welcome to Two V's and a Pod with me, Izzy the Vegan. And me, Ben's the Vegan Kitchen. In this podcast, we'll walk you through the landscape of veganism through the eyes of two pretty relatable day-to-day vegans. And over the series, we plan on discussing a wide range of topics that you may have pondered upon whilst being vegan or even whilst deciding to take the step. Joining us this week is Jordan Johnson, co-founder of Jam Delish, a vegan Caribbean takeaway in Tooting, London. Their food is so good, trust me, I have tried it. And their menu includes a vegan twist to much-loved traditional Caribbean dishes, such as plant-based chicken wings on the bone, curry goat, crispy Caribbean prawns, and so much more. Honestly, what they're doing is incredible, and I need to get down there to try it. But for now, let's chat to Jordan. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. It's really nice to have you on. Thank you for having me. As you probably know already, we love to find out from people what their three-course death row meal will be. Okay. So take it away. So I actually spoke to Will about this because I said, well, you know, we're vegan food, vegan food in places because I said I'm having a bit of trouble trying to <laughs> narrow down one type of cuisine. Um, so then Will, Will said, he said, this is, and I kind of agreed with him, um, it's basically jam delish. This is mine. So it's a patty. That's all as a starter. Nice. Um, main would be, I'd say goat curry. That's, that's our most popular curry. And then dessert would be one of my mum's cheesecakes. So either the Oreo or Biscoff cheesecake. And so, so that would be mine. Um, but my sister's, she said that she would want, uh, she said for a starter, so she went for like Asian, she said vegetable spring rolls with sweet chili sauce. Okay. Um, main, she said tofu, Thai green curry. And, Ooh, for, yum. Yeah, and for dessert, she said oatly chocolate ice cream in a brownie sundae. Yes, I am so here for that dessert. Like- and also that lotus cheesecake oh, is you. delicious. It's so. good, right? yeah, I'm, no, I'm liking you. the sound of both of them, but I think yours uh, yours definitely pips for me. You can't beat Caribbean food. I think no. it's just it's something about it. I try and make it myself. It's It's not difficult, but I think growing up in the UK, you know, it's not something that a lot of people get. I mean, I grew up in London and I've been actually eating Caribbean food for quite a long time, but... It's not something, you know, we're used to Indian food, Chinese food, Italian food. Those are like the three main ones we get. 
Caribbean food is something that still I think is making its way into it is, uh, more yeah. more wider popular culture in the UK. But I guess that's a good good sort of starting point. So like have you obviously always grown up eating that sort of food and and making it yourself or are these someone else's recipes? So okay, so in, in, a bit about myself. So my mum's actually Australian. Um my dad is from Jamaica the Caribbean. So the reason why we do the Caribbean is because obviously my dad is from the Caribbean, he's from Jamaica. Um and I said my mum and my sister have been vegan for 10 years now. Um I've been vegan for 4 years, so literally my 4th anniversary yeah was May 17th, I remember oh, the day. Wicked. Um but yeah, so in terms of how the whole business came about, um so I said my mum's been cooking I I I still love at home, but my mum's been cooking like vegan food, like really, you know, she's been making mock meats and stuff for for, for years. And her cooking's always been like amazing. And me and my mates had always said to her like, "You need to do something with your cooking because your cooking is your food. The food you make is like top notch." But um, my mum's not the most confident person, so she never really had the drive, or she never had the you know the, the passion to want to go ahead and do it, or well, not the passion, but she never had the confidence to want to do it. Um, and so anyway, last year when the pandemic first hit, I was put on furlough. So I used to work as a surveyor. And um anyway they put me and about I don't know how many other hundreds of people on on furlough. And so when I was on furlough I I had I was getting paid still and I had all this free time on my hands and I thought cool like now's the time to help my mum out. Um and so in terms of how we came up with the idea for Jam Delish I sort of looked at what was already out there in terms of vegan food and as I said I know that there's those of like vegan burger places there's those of like american vegan food and junk vegan food has had been overdone from what i could see my mum had been making like this her curry chicken for a while now for a couple of years at and like christmas or special events and i thought that tastes amazing and i thought okay cool like with my caribbean roots like what can we do with you know marrying the veganism and the caribbean food together and so we started i started coming up with like other dishes that i'd grown up eating that i didn't have anymore like curry goat um ackee and saltfish which we don't do we do ackee and codfish because we can't make fake saltfish yet <laughs> but um and then even like the jerk wings and stuff and and yeah so it was about maybe july last year when we registered as a company and then we said we spent about 2 months sort of working on a menu and then it was August we done a bit of test trading with um my friends and family. My friend actually has a Caribbean restaurant um in the same area but they do like regular Caribbean food like meat and stuff, fish. Um and he recommended like a dark kitchen that he had he he had recently rented in the past before he moved out because he they sort of outgrew they outgrew outgrew the space. And so yeah, so then we launched in it was the end of October start of November just doing takeaway and delivery. And so yeah, we've been doing that for the last 6 months but um now that things are now that the government are easing the restrictions and you know the market's opening back up again that that's why we that's what we're sort of like looking to do other things now so as i said we've we've done our first two markets so we done portobello vegan night market that was about 2 weeks ago and then we done um we done black eats under market at bohemia place in hackney over the weekend and yeah like they've both gone right i can't like in terms of the reception and the feedback we've had on the food like we've all been blown away um And so yeah it's like it's just sort of in terms of taken us to the next level basically. So yeah that's that's sort of basically the back story behind how it all came about and um and yeah like even now like the opportunities like the, the amount of messages we're getting about doing different events during different like even today we got a message about doing a pop-up um in Carnaby Street in Covent and in Covent Garden and we've been offered like f- um festivals abroad as well which I don't think we're ready for yet because we haven't got enough staff. but that's another thing i'm trying to 
I'm trying to look for more staff now. That's that's so exciting. I mean, it's all kind of come around so quickly for you. It has, yeah. Which is incredible. It's kind of gone from zero to 100 in such a short period of time. Yeah. And I mean, your menu is so extensive. Thank you. Um, so I've got on my phone here the list of food that I was setting that I tried out. So I'm just going to take a breath and read it to you guys. So okay. just so you can get an idea of what sort of um, food these guys serve, which is all delicious. So I had crispy Caribbean prawns. I had jerk wings, bacon, mac and cheese, fried ripe plantain, curry chicken, curry goat, ackee and codfish, as you mentioned. I had slaw, coconut rice and peas, sweet festival dumpling, Biscoff cheesecake, which you mentioned, <laughs> yeah. which was incredible. And not to mention the tropical fruit punch i was hung over and that was an absolute dream for me because it was so like sweet and fruity and incredible but the point is you have got so many options and they're all so good there wasn't one that was lacking anything and it sounds unreal yeah my personal favorite was the was the mac and cheese and i loved both of the curries but my question is how long did it take for you to kind of perfect each and every dish because they're all so different. You've okay. got to get different textures for like goat, chicken, yep. prawns, the wings. Okay, so that's a funny story. So we um, probably from, I'd say June, we literally, my mum was like, so she make, we make all the mock meats ourselves, right? We don't buy them. Um, so we she spent probably about four or five months like trialing different things, like looking at different recipes on how to make like how to like you know how to perfect the texture because obviously that's that's the thing we're trying to achieve where we want i mean you're never gonna you're never gonna get goat to be goat but we want it to be but we want it to be as close as possible to goat basically um and so like it was like over the we literally amassed probably i don't know how many containers of different curry in our freezer (laughs) which eventually we chucked away because we was like you know what we were not i mean we're not going to eat these now but um but yeah no it took it took my mum like months of like trialing different recipes um and like taking different parts of recipes and sort of bringing them together um and so that that's sort of how it that's how that's how it came about but we i mean i think one of the reasons why our food tastes so good is because like we use like the best curry powder we use authentic curry powder that's from jamaica we use like the best um, like seasonings. Obviously, we always we always use like fresh vegetables and stuff in our curries. Um, there's also secret things I can't mention that we use. That, Ooh, that, we that, love a secret. That, Top yeah, secret there, things there are, that, that make it taste like chicken and beef and these well because like yeah beef and curry and it's just stuff there's stuff that there's trade secrets basically but um <laughs> but yeah no it it, it it took it took a long time basically for my mum because I don't do any of the cooking. Um, so my thing in terms of how the business works is it's a it's a family business. My sister kind of has a bit of a back row because I said she's off at uni studying, but my mum does all the cooking and that side of things. Whereas I do the business, the marketing, the finance, the admin, and that that's sort of how we split our roles. Um, obviously, because we are a small team, I do help, you know I do help in the kitchen, of course. But um, but yeah, like in terms of credit, I can't I can't take any credit for the cooking. That that would be my mum, and then obviously Jacob. He's like the guy who worked. He's been working with us since the start. And the way we actually came together was because where I live, there's a, there's this organisation called the Business Launchpad, and they basically support um, people under thirty who want to start their own business. And so my business mentor, um, me and Jacob had the same business mentor, and she knew that I was looking to start my own food business, and that Jacob was like an aspiring chef. And so she sort of, oh, she thought, cool, like, that'd be good to put these two together. And so, like, back in August, he came to my house and we met, I mean, like, me and my mum and him met. 
and we talked about like the business and where we see it going and yeah and then and at the time he worked at a Caribbean bakery um also in Tootin um but from like without bad mouthing them they didn't treat him that well so anyway he was he, he was he, he was eager to leave and so yeah and then so yeah literally it's been me and my mum and Jacob since since the start and my sister helps out occasionally like at the markets and stuff when we need extra help if she can um but yeah so it's, it's literally been a team of three which is I think it's pretty incredible that we managed to do as oh, I think it's pretty incredible that we've managed to grow as much as we have with only three people but now as I said like we're having to turn down events and stuff because we haven't got the capacity at the moment to we haven't got the staff basically so like we've been sometimes we, we're getting booked to like double events on the weekend and it's trying it's just trying to manage it all because we don't want to like the past weekend when we done the sorry the Hackney um Black Black Eat Sunday market we had to close the delivery business down because we couldn't do both, but obviously my my end like where I want to go to in a month is once we employ enough people we want to keep the delivery business open, and obviously also be able to do the markets or maybe two markets so. Yeah, definitely. So anyone listening and wants a job at a Caribbean vegan restaurant, then hit up Jordan. Do, do you trust? Do you trust anyone to make the food as good as uh, Mumsy does? See, that, that's 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 another thing. Like once you start branching out, it's like quality control. Because I mean, Jacob's been working. Like, my mum has the recipes wrote down, so Jacob pretty much follows him. But like even with the recipes, sometimes you still have to add stuff because it's you know you might there might be a bit more veg or there might be too much water in the curry. So like. It's it's lo- it's knowing what to do. Like if something doesn't, so like we always taste. Like we always make sure before we send it. You know, before we say, okay, the curry's finished. We always make sure that we taste it. And, and my mum will be like, oh no, you need to add a bit of this to it. You need to add a bit of that to it. Um, and so we know how to do that now. But we'd have to obviously train people to do that, so that you know, if, if it's missing something, you need to add this ingredient because otherwise, yeah, that's that's one thing I'm concerned about because our because our food is so. Like okay, no, without sounding like big-headed, because it's so, so good. It's because it's so good. I don't want. I, I don't want. It's I don't so want, delicious, jam yeah, delicious. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, it's in the name. I, thank you, but um, but yeah, I don't want. I don't want like the quality of food to drop because I've seen that with other places. Like once they've started expanding, um, like okay, yeah, their quality of the food is not the same as as it was when they first launched. Yeah. So I'm I'm keen to avoid that, but it's it can be difficult sometimes, right? Because you can't be there all the time monitoring people, so. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mum can't be there with a spoon like no, every time someone's exactly. making food. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, she, she actually came up with the name actually because um, I mean the reason Jack so jam delish the way it came about was I think jam because as I'm a dad's from Jamaica, but it wasn't because of that. It was also it, it has a double meaning because like jam as in jamming. So it was like jam because jam because of Jamaica and then jam because of jamming and then that's and then I don't the delish thing. I don't even know. I don't know how my mum came up with that. I just I think it was just a thing where we were just discussing. We were thinking, oh, what kind of like what what's, what's a good name. And yeah, and then she just said jam delish, and I was like, oh, kind of, kind of stuck after that. So I feel so silly. I didn't put two and two together yeah. with Jamaican and jam. I just, I had no idea what <laughs> yeah. it was called jam delish, but that makes one hundred percent clear. I saw Izzy's face so. being like, oh, yeah. I thought they were selling like preserves and like things like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. There's a, there's yeah. a really important question though that I have to ask because I know a lot of the boys will be listening, and this this debate has been going on for years. So I want to hear your point. Uh, is it plantain or plantain? I'd, I honestly, I, I say plantain. Okay. I, I don't know why. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't know because it, it has an A, so it should be plantain. It should be plantain, but I've always said plantain, so I'm sticking with plantain. Yeah, because I know Izzy yeah. just said she said plantain earlier in the show, yeah. so I just wanted to yeah. make sure. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's actually crazy <laughs> as well because uh, yeah. it was almost in perfect timing. I saw like a TikTok today, and mm. it was uh, two guys from Trinidad, and obviously okay. you know, different country altogether, but they were talking. Um, 
basically it was a funny video because it was a one was a black guy one was a white guy and no one believed yeah. that the white guy was from Trinidad because of how he spoke okay. um, and they were like right the real test is is it chicken curry or is it curry yeah. chicken it's curry chicken exactly yeah. and yeah. I found out the reason why and he said it's curry chicken because you don't chicken the curry you curry the chicken and it That's made true. so much sense there you go I'm gonna be honest I didn't I didn't know that was the reason I just I think I think my mum just looked at the recipes and and because she she's part of all these like Facebook groups like these like Jamaican cooking Facebook groups and like when if if somebody writes chicken curry in it they start getting attacked by like all the <laughs> other group members saying this this is not how you say it. it's curry chicken but like curry goat goat curry it's the same thing but yeah we, we if if we're gonna be like really like thorough it's, it's supposed to be curry first basically so yeah I think it stick it sticks and it it works no it's uh it, it's really cool and obviously you know working in a family business you know it, firstly it's mm. very different to what you're doing from being a surveyor but like how has it been working with like family like all the time <laughs> oh god that's that's be, funny. be honest that's a good question um okay 80 percent of the time we are amazing but you know it's because i still live at home it's like i live and now i work with my mum so, and i've never spent that much time with her because like before obviously when i was working in my previous job you know i'd go to work and i'd come home and i'd probably see her in the evenings and then on the weekends um and obviously on the weekends i was also going out with my mates so it wasn't like 24 7 whereas now i think naturally when you're around somebody all the time it's like there are going to be times you're not going to get along but i'd say eight or nine times out of ten we're good and then there's the one and then there's the other ten percent where we like probably dislike each other for a little bit um or like we, or we, or we have disagreements but like, I mean, most people find it funny because they say, you know, I can never work with my mum. Like, that's, that's, what some, that's what some of our customers say. They said, I don't know how you do it because I can never work with my mum. But, um, but no, like, honestly, like, I'd say, for me, it's the satisfaction. Like, this is, this is, this in terms of, obviously, I'm happy the business is going amazing, but it's also the confidence that my mum's got over the last six months because she honestly never thought her cooking was good. And like, I, and I'm, I'm quite an honest person. So I used to tell all the time, like, mum, like if your cooking was rubbish, why would I tell you to start a business? Because I'd be setting you up to fail. But, um, but yeah, no, she never believed in herself basically. And I've just seen like all the positive feedback and how, you know, people, how many people have said our cooking is amazing. Like her confidence has grown massively over since, since, since we started the business. So for me, that's like one of the best things that's come out of Jam Delish, apart from also being a successful food business as well. I was going to say, is she still cooking food at home or like oh, when you get me. home, do you just like, are you, are you sick of Caribbean food now? Or what do you eat like nine to five, like after the nine to five? I used to have like, yeah, my mum used to make me like nice dinners all the time. But now because because we're so busy, like I probably just take whatever's left from from work. Um, but the thing is that like, the wings, I never get bored of the wings. Like the curries. Like sometimes I won't have the curries for a few weeks and then I'll have them and I'll be like, oh, so this is why people think it's so good. Because I think when you're like, a, when you, if, you eat, if you eat something all the time, obviously you get used to it. And even the smell of the food, like when people walk past our shop, they stop and they say, that smells amazing. And like even at the markets, when we, so we had, at the markets, our setup was that we had all the curries on the stove at the front. I mean, we did that on purpose so that people would smell them and want to stop and get it. But um, but yeah, like when, when, you're, when you're in that environment, like so when, when we're in the kitchen, we get used to like the smell of the curry like the rice and peas and the curries but as i said like when people walk past they think they you know they stop and they say they say that smells like incredible um so yeah like i don't in terms of what i eat now i mean i try to I'm, i've always been quite healthy but i try to 
yeah, I've, I've put on a bit of weight since I've been working at the shop because I love food. So like, I, like and there's no time in the kitchen to actually sit down and have a proper meal. So I'm just constantly snacking. So, um, so yeah, I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to, now that it's summer coming, I'm trying to make sure that I, uh, I, I basically uh, <laughs> stop snacking all the time. But, um, but yeah, no, I don't, I, I, in terms of what I eat, I just, I just eat basically whatever's, whatever's left over from the business now, really, which is not exciting, but it's all, it's all we have time for at the moment. One thing at the top of both Ben and I's list is looking after the planet and our sponsors core have the same intention. Not only are all their products 100% vegan, but also their packaging is FSC certified, helping maintain our world's forests. Their supplements are all palm oil free and all the materials used are 100% recyclable. And one of my favourite things about Core is they plant trees with every purchase you make. This means they're a carbon neutral workforce. That's actually so good. And they've already planted 882 trees and have removed 63 tonnes of CO2 from the atmosphere. This is the equivalent to 191 square metres of sea ice saved. It's incredible. Cool, those stats. I love it. Don't forget to check them out on Instagram at get underscore core or head over to getcore.co.uk to purchase your products and use vpod20 for 20% off your order. I was just going to get onto a slightly different topic now um, in terms of the vegan food scene and Caribbean food and just a kind of question on diversity in the um, vegan food scene. And I just wondered if you felt that Caribbean food or lots of different ethnicities of food and cultures, do you think that they're well presented in the food scene or do you think it, it, it's too much burgers and salads and, you know, the classic kind of vegan junk food that's taking over Instagram at the moment? So it is, it definitely is. But I think one of the reasons why we've done so well is because what we offer is something unique and niche. Like, I think we're going to, in terms of where my business is going, like I, when, when I speak to festivals and markets, they say like, like you're, you're definitely going to get in because like if you were a burger vegan joint, I could probably had about 10 of them already apply. But, you know, you do vegan food and in one type of cuisine so what you do is unique like we have people even at our shop in Tootin we have people come down from like we've had people come down from different parts of London um from Surrey from Kent and that's they're literally just making the journey just to try our food so in that in that way it's a positive or it's, it's an advantage that we are you know what we do is, is is really unique but at the same time I do feel like there are more opportunities being given to burger places um and to American food and so that I think, because I, I did mention to you, Izzy, about the thing where earlier we were trying to find like, this is probably about two months ago, we were trying to find like a venue, like a, like a well, pop-up or like a dining sort of temporary venue. And I was speaking to a few different places like Box Park and Pop Brixton. Um, and they were, I mean, they were, so Pop Brixton, they were keen to get us in. And we were actually supposed to go and view a unit there. Um, so I spoke to them on the like Thursday, Friday, we, we were supposed to go and view a unit there on the Monday. But then over the weekend, so they already had two Caribbean traders operating there, um, but both weren't vegan. They were just like regular Caribbean joints. Um, and over the weekend, I think the, they must have consulted with their current traders. And then the two Caribbean places said that we don't want Jamdilish come, to come in because we see them as direct competition. Um, and they said that, and I said, okay, but you know, we do vegan Caribbean food. They do regular Caribbean food. How will we direct competition? And they sort of said, well, you know, we're looking to expand our vegan menu. So if they do come in, we're going to, they're, they're going to be like direct competition for us. 
And so basically there was no, in the end we didn't go to view the unit because there was no point because we wouldn't have, they wouldn't have let us in anyway. But, um, but yeah, my thing is at, at the same place, there's a, there's a, there's Halo Burger and there's a regular burger joint. So how is that any different from what I was suggesting to them basically? And that was the same situation in Box Park. So I spoke to somebody in Box Park and I got, I got the same sort of feedback. Um, but yeah, so that, that was that was a trouble at the start. But I think now because of the feedback we're having on the food and because like because we're starting to gain a bit of momentum and buzz, uh, and a lot more opportunities opening up for us without me even having to ask for them. So yeah, that's I mean, such good news. That's yeah, so good to hear. Yeah, so. and you, you guys deserve it. I mean, your food is incredible and it is it's very niche. There's there's no one hundred percent vegan, you know, Caribbean food out there. Yeah. So. Yeah, so so that's you know I just I just take it I mean, it just meant I guess it just wasn't meant to be basically um, and yeah I think I think in terms of how we're progressing like we don't want to just go from having a delivery kitchen straight to a restaurant because that comes with a lot more overheads and stuff so I think what we're doing is the kind of right steps of progress like we're doing markets now to get our name out there because like one thing that's been great about markets is we've had loads of like I've been promoting it heavily on our Instagrams and our socials but loads of people in West London like when we went to Port Bella Vegan Night Market all like our West London followers came down and they said you know I've been wanting to try your food for ages but you're, you're based all the way in Tooting and it's like, quite far to travel and then same in East London last week like we literally had I don't know like Port Bella was crazy because we, we had a queue for about four hours literally from 5.30 four hours yeah from 4.30 from 5.30 when we started to 9.30 slash 10 when it closed we did not stop selling people and Crazy. I think the promote, yeah, I think the promote, like the promoters who were there, they said they never had a queue so long for one trader, and they've been operating for three years. So that was that was wow. crazy. That's incredible! Yeah. Oh my god, congrats! Thank that you. must you must have felt exhausted afterwards, oh, but so good. It was it was yeah, but, and that was our first market ever. So it was like a baptism of fire because we literally came, <laughs> we came, we came in, and um, and like because we were so like it, I don't know, it was a bit all over the place basically, and so for the first hour it was like oh my days and then eventually we got we kind of got into the swing of things and we managed to make it work um but yeah but then we learned our lessons so when we did the hackney market last weekend like we knew we had a plan and we knew what everybody's roles were and so the whole the whole operation was a lot more smoother um and hackney was in hackney was incredible like we had um celebrities come down like um yasmin evans who she's had our food before she came down we had like ugly vegan came down um Kim came down, um, the vegan food fiend. Who else came down? Uh, we had a few other people as well, actually. I, I, Gaz Oakley came down to, cut, to get the food. Um, yeah, we had loads of people come down, basically. So that was that was incredible. And like, loads of people posted our, posted our food on their stories. So I think our followers, like, I know at the start of Friday, we had like 3.6K and now we're on like 4.3K. So we've gained like 700 followers in the space of a few days, which is amazing. That is awesome. Um, yeah, and like even people, like people have now been started to request us to do corporate events, weddings. Like I had a customer; they want they want us to do their wedding. Yeah, they want us to do like, they want us to do their wedding in July next year for like two hundred and twenty people. And then that's great. That was going to be my next question. What's what's next for Jam Delish? So weddings and corporate. I think so. First, I need to find staff because <laughs> without staff, I can't do anything. Um, but yeah, once we find the staff, yeah, we want to. So this, I think, our, I think our focus for the summer is on markets and events and festivals and pop-ups um definitely and then further down the line we'd love to have like a like a dine like a proper dining restaurant um but some, somewhere cool like i'm not sure where yet i'm trying to think because so, like ideally i'd like to be i'd like to i like it to be in south london because that's where we started and like tooting is our home and we have loads of loyal customers here but then at the same time 
like East London is like the best place for like vegan food. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in two minds, but I want to find somewhere like where we can have like some outdoor seating as well, as well as indoor seating. So yeah, it's just like what kind of, I'm, I'm, there's, there's a few spaces that we have in mind, but it's just like we're trying to find the, the right time. And, um, and obviously said, you need the t- you need the staff to be able to obviously run, run a, run a 24 seven, almost like a seven day a week restaurant basically. So yeah, that's, I say, I say in terms of next steps is markets and festivals. Um, and then we also might even look at doing like, you know how you get the meal delivery kits, um, mm. stuff, stuff like that. Um, because said that those seem, I mean, over lockdown, they took off massively because people couldn't go to restaurants, of course. So I'm, I'm quite keen to see how that's going to go. Like what I'm, I'm quite keen to see whether or not that restaurants are back open again, whether people are still going to be ordering DIY kits or whether they're going to sort of like, they, they were just sort of a here and now thing. So that's that's sort of I mean yeah that's all sort of, um, that's what that's what my head is right now but it's not like there's not one set direction I think for the time being we're going to focus on the short term but obviously also keep the long term goal in mind of that we we definitely want to have like maybe there'll be a few different chains eventually of like there might be like a jam delicious in all different parts of London like east south north and west um yeah, mate, do a Harbour one, mate. St Albans had a couple of vegan places did really well but I don't think it has quite the uh, uh, yeah I don't think. I don't know how Caribbean food would do in St Albans. It's a pretty yeah. uh, one-track kind of place. Um, in terms um, of the surveying, like you're done yeah. with it now. Like you're not going back. Yeah, no, no, I'm not going back. I don't think so because the, the plan was to only get the business up and running with my mum, and then I was actually going to go back to my full-time job. But um, no, like honestly, like it's the hardest thing. I have to be honest. It's the hardest thing I've ever done, but it's the most fulfilling and rewarding thing I've ever done because. Like when I used to work, yeah. When I used to work, on, when I was to work on my normal nine to five job in the city, it literally was like I'd go there for my hours. Obviously, sometimes I'd say a bit later if I had to get work done, but it wasn't out of choice. It was more so because my, if, otherwise my boss would like give me like a rollicking. Whereas now I like it's um now like even though we only do three or four days a week, like the other days it's like you're always thinking of it's all you're literally constantly working. You're always thinking of ways you can improve your business. You know diff- different things you can work on. So it's it can be mentally draining. Um, as well as physically, but I said I've never I've never had the satisfaction I get from what I do now in any other job I've ever done before. So yeah, I love that because you're yeah you're passionate about it. So yeah, it's, yeah. I mean that's just a real kind of silver lining and positive that's come out of COVID for you is it's made you realise you know what you really want to do and what you're passionate about and yeah. that's really shone through clearly because it's doing so well so yeah, thank you thank you basically yeah, I can't, I, the credit the cooking is nothing to do with me i always tell people that as well like when they come <laughs> even at the markets like um they go oh, like you know you do you do like do you do the cooking and i'm like no and i, I always like bring my mum and jacob up and i say you know these two are the people who are responsible for the cooking like i do i take the credit for the marketing and stuff but and, and our instagram and that kind of thing and that, that stuff but yeah anything to do with the cooking i, I make the slaw i make the slaw that's about it there you <laughs> go. The slaw is yeah. yours. I this, love it. The slaw is mine. Um, what's uh, what's Mumsy doing now? Then she she cooking up food for people or? Well, t- t- well today, yeah, no, today. So today we today we went to get stock. Um, so I was actually trying to rush back because I was like, I've got to be back by five for this interview. But um, but yeah, no, because like this weekend we're doing. Um, so so the delivery business is normally Friday to Sunday. But I must say, at the moment, because we haven't got enough staff, we're going to do Friday and Sunday delivery. And then Saturday, we're doing um, Be The Future Market in Finsbury Park. Oh my gosh, that's literally like a two minute walk from me. Okay, you maybe come by, is he? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, so that's it. That's it, Saturday. And then 
next okay next friday is my birthday so i'm actually gonna i don't know what i'm doing yet because i'm gonna be working but i've already said like what we might do is we might um after 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 we shut at 10 we might like because we have like it's like a commercial kitchen right so there's obviously tables and stuff in the middle we might just move the tables and have like a little i don't know make a little dance floor or something Jeez, bro, it's, it's uh it's my birthday <laughs> yeah. next uh, next saturday so you must be I, the day before I, me during the fourth you're a Gemini then I yeah? am yeah that's yeah. why we felt we felt a little bond there yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's well, been a vibe well, well, even like Will because I didn't realise Will was a Gemini and I was like oh, I was like, I was like you're a Gemini and I was like, I was like that's probably why we get along because like, honestly Will I have, to be, I have to give Will his credit like Will came so Will came down to us probably in November last year and this was like when we like, was just starting to this is literally when we just first launched and um, and yeah he's been like a he's been like the biggest supporter of us like since 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 the start and like he, he's the guy who sort of introduced me to the rest of like the plant boys. And like even when he comes in now, it's like, I, I always say to Will, it's like, I feel like I've known you for years, even though I've only known you for like six months. And he calls me, like he calls my mum mum and they always like, he comes in and gives my mum a hug. That's so yeah, sweet. Like, like he, come, he comes in and gives my mum a hug Aww. and everything. So yeah, like, but I always say the piss out of him. I always say, Will, like your, your voice on his reels, he actually sounds like an R, he sounds like an R&B singer. So I always say, <laughs> I always call him like the, I, I say he's like the South London Trey songs or something. something <laughs> have you, heard him, have you heard him rap though? He's, he's got bars. I've not. I, yeah, um, somebody was telling me actually the other day that he used to be a rapper in a few years ago, right? So. No, he's a, he's a good boy. I, I, I've got a lot of time for uh for will vegan food and yeah. places to everyone listening if you want to check them out because uh yeah definitely got to give them a plug in that conversation exactly 100%. definitely definitely but you know all the guys have been amazing so i met um met johnny a few times of course like my mum thinks he's hilarious um who else um, so I, met, I met jacob uh the other day for the first time which is cool because jacob jacob's another guy like this is like before jacob, jacob sort of blew up like back back when he had maybe like four or five k followers um like I was chatting to him about coming down and like it's crazy to see how much his his account has grown over the last six months. Who else? Uh, I said Callum. I met Callum uh, at La Portobello Vegan Night Market. I met CJ. Yeah, I met CJ as well. Um, so yeah, I pretty much I met everyone except for you, Ben and uh, Sam. So definitely have to get you two guys down soon as well. Nice. Uh, we'll sort yeah. out. I can see Izzy's face. Izzy's like, oh, this yeah. show's just turning into like a Plant Boys plug <laughs> show sorry. every every Plant week. Plant Boys fan page. Every Fucking week hell. we had Jacob on last week. We got <laughs> you. Like you, you, you picking everyone up now. But yeah, I'm not complaining. It's, yeah. it's I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah. No. No. But it's just no, honestly, I though, love it. it's just, it's just honestly like the support I've got from you guys has been crazy. So I always say it like, we, even like when they come down on the weekend to the market to the market I just said like I like, appreciate every guys you've like I appreciate everything you guys have done for us because even like loads of customers they say like oh we come down because so and so recommended you and yeah and, and then the good thing is they, the good thing is they say like, the recommendation wasn't like rubbish it was it was it was the truth <laughs> so that's the that's the main thing and I say yeah because obviously if you guys are recommending places that weren't great people wouldn't trust what you were telling them right so exactly look I mean I, I always say people got different tastes like I might like somewhere yeah. that someone else says bad but like I'd never recommend like I, I went to that ready burger the other week and uh, someone was like oh you're only recommending because they paid you I was like they haven't paid me I was like I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't rate it because then everyone would think mm. I'm like a schmuck like I'm not just going to do yeah and no one would then trust any of your future posts it doesn't make sense and yeah I'm, I'm always super honest in all of my reviews and if there's one or two things I don't like I'd say I wouldn't get that again but I'd get this part of it again and it's great that there's so many options now and you know I always try and be positive because I mean we're so lucky about the amount of vegan options that we have so I'd never slam um, yeah. a restaurant or food whether I liked it or not but I'd always be honest yeah no I think that's, I think that's the best I think that's the best policy Jordan if people want to eat Jam Delish firstly they got to yeah. follow you <laughs> on social media um 
But if they want to come down and eat, let's hear your social media handles and uh, where they can come and get your food. Cool. So our social media handle is jam.delish. Um, some people say in, in our logo it has jam x delish and yeah some a, a few customers say oh is this jam x delish and I'm like oh, no the x the x is the x is just said to separate the two words it's not jam x delish but yeah um, unfortunately we couldn't do jam delish on Instagram because it was taken so it's jam dot delish um, and yeah in terms of where we're gonna be so we're doing as I said we're gonna be the the, the delivery business is Friday to Sunday um, and tooting in South London. This Saturday, 29th of May, we're going to be at um, Be The Future Market in Finsbury Park. And then going into June, we're going to be at Bohemia Place Market um, at least two weekends. So I'm envisaging the 12th and the 13th, which is Saturday, Sunday of June. And then the following week, which would be the 19th and 20th of June. Um, and then, yeah, and then there's a few other places as well. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to put up like a bit like a jam delish tour nice. basically of, of different places that people can find us over the next few months. Um, cause we get, we're starting to get booked up quite a lot. So yeah, I'll put that on our social media so that people know where to find us basically. And if you are going, get the jerk wings and get the prawns cause they're so good and any curry, but you've got to get them. Thank you, Izzy. Yeah. You, Izzy, I remember you, you said you love the mac and cheese, right? <laughs> Yeah, mac and cheese is good, and I did shout that out at the start, but then I I forgot about how much I love those battered prawns and the wings. thank you. So uh, it's all just good. Just keep going back. Try something new every time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, guys. What Jam Delish are doing is incredible, and you all really need to get your orders in with them. Cannot recommend it enough. And in the meantime, you can follow their page at jam.delish on Instagram. I'm sure they have huge things to come, and we'll start popping up all around different parts of London ASAP. This show was produced and edited by Callum Goddard Mocklow for Apricot Audio, and we'll be back next week with another episode for you. But in the meantime, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, available on all podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify and Acast. And if you want to keep up to date with all the latest happenings, then remember to follow us both on Instagram, at Izzy the Vegan and at Ben's Vegan Kitchen. We'll see you next week. See you later.